So when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pretty big news coming in from the SpaceX camp today. Last night, they rolled back Booster 7 from the high bay. Now, if you're not familiar with what Booster 7 is, it's the Starship launch vehicle. So the Starship has a booster, and it has the Starship on top. So the Starship Super Heavy is both of those things combined. And Booster 7, supposedly, according to Elon Musk, is the booster that will be sending the Starship into orbit for the orbital flight test sometime later this year. And recently, Elon said that it looks like they have a really good shot at late February or sometime in March for this orbital flight test. This is going to change the whole outlook of the future of space flight for SpaceX and also the rest of humanity because this has the biggest payload ever for any spacefaring vehicle. Now, this Booster 7, super important that it's back on the pad today. Now, Booster 7 going to the orbital launch mount, and the orbital launch mount is basically what holds the ship in place before it launches. It mounts on top of it, keeps it steady, so the ship can fly at the right trajectory. Right, so Starship on top of Booster 7, not quite yet. But what they did do is they mounted Booster 7 on the orbital launch mount last night. Huge deal. Huge deal. They moved it back from the from the, the stand where they were doing some checks on it, back at the bay. Now it's back down at the flight area. Now, the Starship has been stacked before. I was there when they stacked the Starship in early 2022. February-ish, 2022. And I have video of it, have photos of it. It's amazing. It's huge. It's about 400 feet tall. The thing is a massive, massive rocket. And they're going to be doing a stack, possibly, of Ship 24 on top of Booster 7, either today or early tomorrow. So there is a road closure coming up. And I, those are the, the road closures are in place so they could do these sort of tests. Right, so Monday, January 9th, there's a closure from 2 a.m. to 5 p.m. Texas time. But there's a closure that's canceled for Tuesday, but the beach will be open. So if they don't get it done today on Monday, I'm recording this Monday, January 9th. And if they don't get it done today, if they don't do the stack today, they could possibly have to wait till Wednesday for this, right? But we're assuming that they're going to get it done today. And if they do, I'll let you know on Twitter at Space News Pod when they, when they stack this thing up. So please take a look over there. Now, this is a huge deal because this is one more step closer to the orbital flight test. Now, they've already tested the booster a few times. They've had static fires, which means they they test out the engines on the pad to make sure that everything works well. The piping works well. The fuel going into the the, the rocket engines all works well. They've done those static fires before. Now, they're waiting, possibly, for either 
a 20 something odd static fire. We're not exactly sure how many they'll do and they don't tell us beforehand. So it could be 21, 24, 26, but also they have 33 Raptor engines on this booster. It's the most powerful and biggest rocket that's ever been built. So this is a huge deal that that's on this pad right now because there's a possibility that they don't even do a static fire of all of the test engines at once because these are still test engines. These are Raptor 2s. There's a possibility that they don't test all of these engines all at once, that they test them in cycles. So they did a 7, there's a 14, there's 11, could be a 22, 24, and then they could do an outer ring test and an inner ring test. Just make sure they test all of these engines before they take it to a flight. But there might not be a full 33 engine full flow static fire. So if that's not the case, Elon has stated that there's a possibility that instead of a 33 engine static fire altogether, they just let her rip and this thing flies to orbit on the first test of all of these 33 Raptor 2 engines, which if you're a rocket enthusiast, this is super exciting because this is a test vehicle. Elon has stated numerous times, same with Gwen Shapwell. They have to be very careful with what they do on the pad at Starbase. Because if they somehow destroy something on the pad, if something goes wrong, if there's a rapid, unscheduled disassembly of this rocket, or a RUD, as they call it, something really bad could happen to the launch mount. And the launch mount is important because it has all of the fuel, all of the electronics, everything that the booster needs in order to take flight. And without the pad the way that it is now, there's hundreds of yards of cabling, hundreds of yards of piping. And if something were to go bad, if the, the rocket were to blow up on the pad, they would be set back for months, possibly a year. The FAA would step in at this point. They know it's a test rocket, so they understand the consequences of testing these rockets down here, but the FAA would take a look, especially with this thing being part of the, the NASA HLS program. They take a look at it and they'd say, hey, maybe this is maybe going to take a little bit of time for us to for us to figure this out and to give them a uh, launch license for this thing. Because if it disassembles on the pad, what could happen in flight? So it could take a little bit of time, but they understand, you know, there, there's. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Processes in place between SpaceX and the FAA, and it could be a no-brainer, it could be no big deal, or it could also be years of postponement because... You know, something that happened to the space shuttle. This is going to, this is going to transport people, you know, and they have to be as safe as possible with this rocket. This is going to transfer people from the orbit of the moon to the moon's surface. One of these, not this one in particular, mind you, but this is going to be the HLS program a few years down the line. So the, the FAA and the SpaceX have to work together to get this right the first time, hopefully, 
so they don't damage the pad. Now, that being said, it's an exciting time because once they stack up ship 24 on booster seven, they're going to be doing a fit test. And what the fit test does is make sure that all the systems that work with the ship and the booster and the orbital launch mount, which includes the launch arms and the tower, all of the stuff that's stage zero, by the way, all of the tower and the orbital launch mount is stage zero. Stage one is the booster. Stage two is the starship. And they have to make sure that all those systems work and are in place and they're reliable before the orbital flight test. Now, if it's the case that they do stack the ship on top of the booster, everything fits properly. They may do some cryogenic testing of both vehicles. So they could do a cryogenic test of the ship and the booster together. Make sure everything fits well when it's extremely cold. And they could also do some cryogenic, you know, and propulsion flow tests during this time as well. So maybe a spin prime test, make sure the engines work while they're stacked for the booster. And then eventually they'll continue doing the work on the booster. They might even do a static fire with the ship on top. And that would be a thing that they would do before, like right before they do the launch. You know, they would do all the static fires of the booster separated from the ship. And then when they mate them together, they would have to do a static fire as well. That's kind of how normal a space flight goes. If you see a regular rocket, say a Falcon 9 rocket, and they have the fairing on top, they put the fairing on top and then they do a static fire. They don't do the static fire without the fairing on top. So the fairing is the thing that houses the satellite before it gets into orbit. Now, the thing is, when they when they mate these two, the rocket and the booster, they still have over a month, if Elon's correct, because it's January 9th right now when I'm recording this. So they have over a month if Elon is expecting late February or sometime in March launch of this thing. And of course, we're always optimistic if we're thinking about Elon Musk, you know, for his timeframes. So realistically, probably middle of summer for this launch, because there's still a lot of stuff to do. So usually what they do is they stack up the ship and they'll do some cryogenic testing, some fit testing, make sure everything works together in unison. And then they'll do some more testing after that. They'll take them apart and test them separately. And then they'll stack them up again for the flight and do another fit test and then do some more testing together. And then that's going to take, you know, stacking this right now, it takes a whole day to stack this. And then there's no more road closures. There's no road closures on Tuesday, but possibly on Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, same thing, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And Friday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. And usually on Fridays, in the weekends, they have a, a deal with the local county, Cameron County, that they won't close the beach for the weekends because people enjoy going to the beach for a good time. So the Fridays, Saturday, Sunday, there's no testing on that. So there you lose two, four, six, eight-ish days of, uh, of testing that they could be doing. And they will be doing other things. They will be working continuously at Starbase during that time. But most of the time, the weekends are kind of kind of slow, but they may be ramping it up for the orbital flight test. And you can tell, you can tell from the activity on the ground, 
how exciting it's going to be go getting at Starbase in the next few months. So probably in the next, we can kind of tell in the next two weeks where we'll be at in the next month if they have an influx of people and if they're working hard and if there's a ton of people down there, you will see an influx of people coming in to finish out this work. I gotta ask you for a favor. Could you please just for a second, hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're on right now. And also if you can, please leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because that really helps out the show and I wanna grow this thing. There's a whole roadmap I have for 2023. And I'll share that in a future episode because I want you to be part of this. We're all a community here. We're all here for the same reasons. So if you could help me out, I'm going to help you out in return by producing better and more content in the future. Thank you very much.